Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Clarity with AC. I am so glad that you are listening, that you are joining me for another week. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else is struggling, and I don't know if this is a millennial thing, if this is a, I'm pretty sure the generations before us, you know, had maybe a similar struggle, um, but you know, each, I feel like each generation has their thing. But anyway, as a millennial, you know, we're like in this technology age, we are, um, social media is like a big thing. Everybody's talking about investing and NFTs. And if you don't know about that, and if you're not investing your money here, then, um, what are you doing? And if you're not grinding all day and working all night, if you're actually sleeping, then you're doing something wrong. Or if you're not posting enough, if you're not using reels effectively, if you're not a TikToker, Twitterer, or Facebooker, or Instagrammer, and whatever else is out here, then you're just, time is ticking. You're not doing something right. So I don't know if that's just me internalizing things or if other people feel the same way, but I want to talk about timelines today. Because I do think in this social media age where everybody's posting reels and highlights um, of their lives and it's easy to just, for imposter syndrome to kick in, it's easy for you to feel like, dang, like by this time I'm supposed to be doing this or why am I not there yet? Now, granted... There's always been this by 30 I need to be. I don't think that had anything to do with technology. I just think that has everything to do with like people feeling like their biological clock is ticking. I need to be married. I need to have kids. I need to have this much in the bank and you know all of that. I think that's been a thing, but I think that it, it is um amplified now because of social media. And so like how do we protect ourselves? How do we keep our peace? How do we take our time still? Because I really don't think that we're here to feel rushed. I don't think that we're here to fall into, you know, the comparison trap and and feeling like, you know, I always have to be doing more. Why isn't taking it a day at a time good enough? As long as long as I'm continuing to operate within my purpose and I'm working towards things and I am pouring into others, I just think that we can get so um, consumed by the thought of more and by this overwhelming sense of pushing, continuously pushing yourself to the point where you just, you snap. And then you're not effective at all because you have this idea of what you're supposed to be doing because of what everybody else is saying instead of maybe utilizing what we have like social social media or networking or whatever as, as like, like tools instead of like the Bible, if that makes sense. So here's where I am. In terms of a timeline, um, I have been 
kind of really hard on myself lately because, you know, I just started this new practice. I am becoming more business minded because I understand that there are certain things that I don't want to continue to do. Um, There are certain things that I want to do, like I have all of these ideas. And unfortunately, I have been getting caught up in imposter syndrome. And so, and I'm going to tell you how this correlates with the, with the timeline. So if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's basically something that um, your mind kind of tricks you into believing um, that either you need to be, you need to give yourself all of these tasks to do so that when you complete them, you can feel some sort of fulfillment, but you never really feel that. Instead, you're just burned out. Um, you feel like you know you have the skill set. Like, you know you have the skill set. You know that you're smart. You know that you know what you're talking about. You know the field that you're operating in. You know what you're doing. But you look at other people in your field and you feel like, Ugh, I don't know enough. I don't really know what I'm talking about. What I have is not good enough. Um, you can fall under perfectionism. Um, so perfectionism is kind of tied into imposter syndrome. So you have to feel like you're doing everything right in order to feel like what you're doing is valuable or valid. And I don't know why I fall, I can fall or have, you know, fell so heavy into like the comparison trap and imposter syndrome because this be knowing. Just be knowing what she be talking about. Um, <laughs> and I just found myself praying like, Lord, you know what I desire to do. You know how I desire to pour into my community. I know that I know what you've called me to do, but it's just like, I feel like I'm not reaching anybody. I feel like I'm supposed to be doing other things. And honestly, do y'all know what has been consuming me? Like in terms of my thought process behind this timeline, freaking con- creating content. <laughs> you know, it sounds so silly when it's, once I say it, but creating content has had me in a chokehold in terms of like, I'm not, I'm not reaching anybody. I'm not, nobody's listening. So if nobody's listening, then... Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. And then you have all of these people who feel like they are wellness people. And no shade to anybody because I know some amazing. First of all, the field of of wellness, health and wellness is so vast. And so like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Broad. But there are some people who are operating as like, you know, um, shoot, whether you, you're a therapist and you have the education, where you, whether you're somebody that's considered a wellness coach, um, whether you're someone who, I don't know, whatever, you operate in health and wellness, it is some people giving out some wrong information. And it pisses me off because, you know, the Bible talks about how the the closer we are to um 
basically like, you know, end times and all of that, um, how people will be smarter, but weaker. And I definitely feel like that's coming into fruition because our generation maybe a little bit is not as bad as the generations coming after us. But once you hear something on the internet, you just believe it. Or if somebody is telling you something, you just you just believe it. And it's just like, but what some people are saying just are not true. It's just it's just not true. And so here I am, I'm feeling like, okay, I actually studied, you know, these things and I actually know about these things. And it's just like, why do I feel the need to honestly be validated, I guess, in some sort of way? Um by social media or why do I feel like I need to be at a certain place by a certain time? Not even maybe age wise, but I think sometimes just like a timeline in terms of like goal setting, goal setting can have us in a chokehold sometimes because we'll, we'll have these, you know, things that we want to accomplish and we're so focused on accomplishing them that we're not living, we're simply existing. And I don't think that's what we're here for. I don't think God wants us to hold ourselves to these timelines. I really think he wants us to live a full life by operating in what we are passionate about, by operating in what we've been purposed to do. And I don't think we take enough time to one figure out what that is and then two consider him and acknowledge him and really ask him questions of okay God so like I really love this thing how can I you know do x y and z and start like moving in that if that makes sense so I'll give you an example clearly (laughs) I love working with people. And so I remember graduating from undergrad. Well, while I was in undergrad, I um, thought I wanted to do pre-med. I was failing all them science classes, okay? So let me tell you this. Any college students, if you happen to be in school and you're listening to this, if you are failing all of these classes and you're really not interested, stop trying to appease either what your parents want you to do or what you feel like it's going to bring you some money. because that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Whatever is burning within you, whatever gets you excited, whatever problem that you feel like you want to solve, that is what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to study. And whether you know you're in school or it's a trade or you just begin your entrepreneurship journey, it needs to be like what this inside of you what just excites you honestly so I start I knew that I you know I had people like you know prophesy over me when I was younger like you're gonna be the sailor you're gonna do, 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 do. but I thought that had to do with medicine I hadn't I did not consider that that healing of the mind was actually something you know what I'm saying something that was just as important as our physical health so I studied psychology, y'all, and I fell in love. I fell in love, but I also knew that I had this passion to work with youth. So I was like this youth minister at um, 
the church that I was going to at the time and I just loved it. And so this opportunity arose, like I, at first I was like a substitute teacher and I thought that I wanted to go into education, <laughs> but as you know, I got into the whole substitute teaching and then I got an opportunity to become a paraprofessional. Um, I realized like I was really good at behavior and emotional support. Like I'm like, yes, this is what I want to do is not teaching. Like, I don't know what, I'm, I, what, how I can, you know, do this support. And God allowed me to meet my friend Tira. Hey Tira. And she was in a school counseling program. And I think I told y'all about this in my first, my very first episode, but just to recap, um, went to school to be a counselor And the more I studied it, the more I just fell in love with like, yes, I just want to create a safe space for people. I know what it feels like to just feel like you have so much in your head that you just want to get out, but you don't know if anybody else has the capacity to actually listen to it. And so I wanted to be that space for other people. Um, And y'all, my passion, my passion is just to love people and create spaces for people to feel safe, to learn how to communicate, to learn how to have positive self-talk, to learn how to manage their anxiety, anxiety, to learn how to maneuver through grief and depression. Like that is what my heart desires. And I also just have, I still have this heart for youth. And so, you know, life after school counseling, eventually, like I want to I want to create homes for like youth that don't have anywhere to go. Like as a school counselor, I have found that there are there are only temporary group homes for teenagers. There's not like a lot of long-term um group homes. And what I mean by group homes is like, okay, if I'm coming from like an abusive situation and CPS because first of all, that's a whole nother conversation. But let's just say in this word of school counseling, I have realized how a lot of things work <laughs> when it comes to abuse, homelessness, and all this other stuff with kids. And I just want to create a safe haven. Um, a few of them. And so, like, these are like, I have so many other thoughts and so many other things that I want to do. But I know what I am passionate about. I know what I am purpose to do. But I can get caught up in what I hear, opinions, and also what I see. And whose fault is that? That's mine because I should have boundaries in place, which I am working on. Um, And I do, I just have to abide by them. But it triggers this idea of a timeline. If I'm supposed to be, you know, reaching this goal by a certain time instead of just operating within my passion and realizing that everything, as long as I'm operating in that and I am doing work within that and I am not being lazy with my gifts, then everything honestly aligns. And I think that we have to, as a believer, I think that we have to be okay with not knowing everything. And that is a word because <laughs> sometimes we do try to know everything and you're not going to know everything. Sometimes just waking up, taking steps towards things that you are passionate about. Now, I'm not saying don't set goals at all. I'm not saying that at all. 
set them, but they cannot rule your life. As long as you're taking steps towards the the goals that you have set based upon what you're passionate about and what your purpose to do, then everything else aligns. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself to just grind, 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 and you miserable. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself based upon what you see and what other people are doing. Because I know for a fact, some people are, you you see them like, you know, and they may honestly be living an amazing life, but they're living an amazing life because they're living. <laughs> they're not just existing. They're living and they're walking in what they are purposed to do. I also want to encourage you not to rush the process. Like there are things that you have to learn. I think about when I first started school counseling, child, <laughs> at the school that I was at, there were so many things that I had to learn that that prepared me for the next school and the next school. And not only that, being able to meet people and partner with people along the journey, like working in schools. I've met some like lifelong friends. I have met some some mentors that have pushed me, <laughs> that hold me accountable, that have told me to read certain books. Like you cannot rush the process. If you're trying to just hurry up and get to the money or you're trying to just hurry up and skip chapters, there are things that you're going to miss. There are people that you're going to miss if we try to skip these things. So erase the timeline and don't rush the process. Enjoy it instead. There is a scripture that I read today. Of course, like, you know, I have my definition, but I want to read y'all this real quick. Because I needed something to kind of like ground me. Like, Lord, give me strength to cancel my timeline and to really live and just enjoy every moment, every day, and help me to not be lazy with my gifts, but to just, because sometimes when you get overwhelmed, you can just say to hell with this, I don't want to do this. I just want to be rich, okay? I just want to be rich at this point. And why am I not rich? Why am I not a rich housewife right now? Why, you know, don't I have like all of this money in my bank account already from like a trust fund or something? Um, you know, working is and building is kind of ghetto. You know, that's where my mind was, <laughs> but then I had to twist that. And I had to say, you know what, Aisha? No. This is the steps that you need to take to get to where you need to to that you want to be financially but you're not just doing this to get somewhere financially you're also doing this because this is what you love to do number two you may not have a you may not be a trust fund kid but guess what you're being placed in a position to build wealth so that your kids can come from that okay and in terms of the whole rich house life thing you know what i'm saying i I just feel like i'm gonna be in the right place at the right time you know to meet my mate and we're gonna be on the same page financially you feel me to build general generational wealth together. So I had to switch that. Sometimes you have to do your little your perspective shifts. But in the meantime, of me just staying strong and setting my boundaries, I'm like, Lord, 
you know, give me something. So, um, now y'all don't judge me because I'm probably not going to say this Bible, um, chapter correctly, (laughs) but this is in the book of Habakkuk, um, chapter three verses 18 and 19. Still, I will rejoice in Adonai. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Elohim, Adonai is my strength. He makes me swift and sure-footed as a deer and enables me to stride over high places. And what this says to me is, we need to be in a consistent state of joy. Now, I'm not saying that life don't happen, okay? Because life be life. And I'm not saying that you're not going to feel feelings of frustration Or feelings of being overwhelmed while you are planting. Because planting the seeds, honey, is work. And sometimes work just don't feel good. (laughs) It just doesn't. Um, There are things that happen. There are setbacks that happen. But in the midst of all of that, I can make the decision to still rejoice. And to still place or know where my joy comes from, that I'm not doing this by myself, that if there is a place that I can go to get my joy up, to get my joy re-up, okay, while I'm working, until the harvest is here. And even when the harvest is here, I'm still not taking for granted everything that took place to get there. Also recognizing that God is my strength, okay? We be trying to operate within our own strength, and that's how we be getting mucked up. But He is our strength. He makes me swift and sure-footed. So sure-footed to me is like, he's giving me the tools to do what I need to do. And I can have confidence behind that. And he enables me to stride over my high places. So even the places that are challenging, he's giving me the tools. He's giving me confidence. And then he enables me to do the work. So I want to define enable because I was really like, okay, enable, enable, enable. So what exactly is he doing? He, so to enable, it means to make able, to give power, competence, and ability to do something, to make possible and get this or easy. You mean to tell me because I have an attitude of joy and I'm not, allowing my circumstances to consume me. I'm not allowing a a timeline to consume me. I'm not allowing um, external factors like social media and other people's opinions to consume me. I have this attitude of joy and I can have confidence because you are giving me the ability You are making this thing possible. You are not even, you're not only making it possible, but you're making it easy for me. God is making this thing easy for me to do what I need to do to operate within what he's gifted me to do. Thank you, God. This is why you need to read your Bible, okay? Open up your Bible and talk to the Lord. Um, Because... My mind just had not even had not even been there because I had been trying to operate within my own strength. And so I just want to encourage you guys not to operate within your own strength, to rely on him <clears throat> and to to understand that you have a purpose and you have something that you're supposed to be operating in. Here's another thing. 
make sure you operating in what you what you need to be operating in. Because sometimes we'll get to other stuff just trying to make some money or just trying to be popular or just trying to gain followers or whatever the case is. And you're not even operating in what you're supposed to be operating in. And that's why you're frustrated. So I'm going to need you to tap in. Be still. Tap in. Maybe you need to color. Maybe you need to paint. Maybe you need to just be still in some silence. Maybe you just need to do some deep breathing with some common music. I don't know. What Create a space for you. For you to tap in with yourself and figure out what it is that you need to be doing. Because you do have something that you're supposed to be doing. And you are gifted to do something. I love something that Chandler Moore said. He said that we have a purpose and our purpose doesn't change. But sometimes our assignments do. So you may even be in a season where you know what your purpose is, but you're trying to figure out the next assignment. Keep doing whatever it is that you heard. Keep doing that until you... Until a door opens for another shift, things will align. You don't even have to go searching for opportunities. Things just happen through conversation. Things happen because people honestly speak your name in rooms that you are not in. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all want to know a part of the reason why I was even, why I'm even, even able to go to Phoenix in a couple of weeks to speak at this mental health summit is because my former AP assistant principal, who is like a mentor and older sister, she spoke me up to the people. She went to this wellness retreat and spoke me up to um, a couple of young ladies who put on the retreat and come to find, well, I knew that, um, uh, this person uh, puts on the retreat because um, she's actually my travel agent. Hey, Paris. Um, but, and shout out to Mrs. Frank for, for putting my name out there, though. And come to find out that she was already thinking of me for um, uh, something that they plan to do in, the, in a couple of years. So if I had not... <laughs> Been obedient and open to the process of being a substitute teacher, being a paraprofessional so that I can meet my friends here, so that she could put me onto the school counseling program, so that I can work in schools in Detroit because I knew that I wanted to be in the city. I didn't try to go to the suburbs and make more money, even though people will always be like, you need to go, you need to do that. No, I knew I wanted to help my people, which put me in a position to meet some lifelong friends, which pushed me, put me in a position to meet Mrs. Frank, who put my name in rooms that I was not even in. I didn't have to do any extra work for that. I just had to be in alignment with what God wanted me to do and be obedient and show up. That's what I had to do. Even though I may have been trying to operate, you know, have my hands on stuff and operate in certain timelines or whatever the case is. When I look back on how the puzzle connects I just had to operate in purpose and I just have to continue to operate in that. Not get caught up in imposter syndrome and comparison. So my therapeutic tip for you guys today is to cancel the timeline. Don't rush the process. What you have is enough. 
What you were born with was enough. What you were called to do is enough. There are people that you are supposed to reach. And stop. Be careful with your words. Stop putting a box on what you're able to do. I used to think like, well, you know what? As long as I'm reaching my community, like, you know, in Detroit, but maybe God wants me to reach the world. You know, that's going to be his, that's his business. All I know is I need to continue to operate in my purpose and in my passion, allow things to align, cancel the timeline and not rush, but also be mindful of the words that I speak when it comes to my future and what I want to do. So once again, cancel that timeline. Do not rush. Let things fall into alignment and watch the words that you speak over your future. You are enough. All right, y'all. This wasn't, you know, that long of an episode. You know, I just wanted us to kind of think about where we are and um, how come sometimes we may get so overwhelmed and frustrated and just relax. Relax and do what you love to do. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to y'all on the next episode of Clarity with AC. Thank mm-hmm. you.